Let's talk about Cabo, one of my favorite vacation spots. We've gone there more times than just about anywhere else, so I thought it was time to break down what I think are the most awesome places to eat and stay and some tips and hacks to make it easy and fun, what to plan ahead of time, and what to make sure you pack. Cabo is so great for kids and families, but also so much fun for adult trips or a romantic getaway. Not to mention, you can get a juice or a cocktail inside of an actual fruit at just about anywhere you go. That is paradise to me. This one is all about traveling to Cabo. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. This is a fun Friday podcast all about traveling to Cabo. Cabo is such a beautiful place, such a special part of Mexico. I have been more times than I can even count. I love it. It is kind of our go-to close Mexico vacation spot. So I wanted to do a podcast all about my favorite things in Cabo and what I think you must do and must pack and must plan ahead of time, restaurants and hotels to consider. Anytime I post on Instagram about going to Cabo, I always get lots of questions and people wanting recommendations. So here we go. One full podcast all about travel to Cabo. Craig and I got married in Cabo in 2009, so it holds a special place in our heart. And I think one of the reasons we go back so often is because it's so easy to get to, especially if you're in California. There's just so many direct flights. And I love if we leave our house at 6 in the morning on, say, a Friday, we're at the pool or at the beach in Cabo by 2 p.m. For me, anywhere that you can go that's tropical and and beachy and you don't lose a day on either end, that is such a huge bonus because you can really just do a quick, long weekend of it and it still makes for a nice, full adventure. I love that there are so many direct flights and the flight is pretty easy. My first travel hack, when you arrive in Cabo, customs can be, it's really hit or miss. I've gone where customs, you just walk right through and the whole customs process is 10 minutes. And I've been to where the line is all the way back at the end of this big room. And it's maybe an hour and a half in line. So this is the hack. There is an amazing VIP service. The owner's name is Lewis. And in the show notes, I have all of Lewis's information. You can text him. You can go on his website. And he's actually runs a car service. So if you want a car to take you to your hotel, he has great vehicles, really nice brand new kind of Escalade type vehicles. And he can help you with anything while you're in Cabo. But one of the secret things that he does is he has a VIP service where he has sort of a deal with the airport to where he'll walk you through security. So... I would do this for sure if you're going for your honeymoon or something special, but it's not, I think it's usually $50 a person or maybe $100 a person, or I think it actually kind of changes depending on kind of like a hotel room changes, depending on the busy season or whatever. What I do now is I wait till we land and if customs is really backed up, then I'll text him and it'll usually just take a couple minutes, but one of his representatives will come 
meet you at the front of the line and just kind of whisk you through. It is the best thing, but I don't pay for it unless because one time I paid for it and then there was no line in Cabo and it just like killed me. So obviously you still have to wait a couple minutes for them to kind of, you know, do it last minute, but it's a great resource, especially if you get there and the line looks like it's going to be an hour plus. It is for me money well spent. I'd rather save money in other areas and have the convenience of not losing a full hour and a half and having everyone be tired and hungry and grumpy going into the vacation. So you could book them ahead of time. Like I said, if it's your anniversary or your honeymoon or something special, maybe you just want to book it just so that you know that you have it and you know the security is going to be really easy. The hard part is you can't predict it. It's just a matter of how many flights come in at the same time. So if you come in at the same time as four other flights, you're probably going to have a long wait. If you're the only flight, then you'll probably walk right through. So that is in the show notes, VIP car service and walk through security with my man, Lewis. He's fantastic. Also, you want to book your car ahead of time. This is not one of those airports that you want to sort it out when you get to the airport. A lot of hotels I know have car services and they'll just have a sign with the name of the hotel when you walk out of the airport. Other times, um, depending on what you're doing or if you're renting a house, you might want private car service. So he's fantastic for that. Speaking of the airport, when you walk out, there are a couple bars and music going. So that's fun and festive. We'll either stop by, let the kids get drinks and the guys will get beers or... I will arrange with whatever car service we have to have us have cocktails. This last time, finally, I figured it out. This last time we went, I had my favorite skinny vodka watermelon cocktail with mint and lime muddled all ready for us in the car. And I had Oreo milkshakes for the kids. And it was so great. And the craziest thing is, is so many pe- so many places, especially tourists, you know, their whole, their whole culture is based around tourism and trying to really provide for you. I couldn't believe I asked them, hey, would it be a pain if you guys brought, you know, a cocktail for Craig and I and three Oreo smoothies? They're like, no, not at all. And they didn't charge me any more than it would be just ordering them by the pool. So a lot of times just thinking ahead of time and thinking creatively and not being afraid to ask, I was like, oh my gosh, that was the most relaxing and refreshing drive to the airport, um, drive to the hotel. Everyone arrived just like happy and smiling versus, you know, parched and hungry. Anyways, so cool. So just think of it and ask, especially if you are traveling to Mexico, I find that a lot of times they're just super accommodating. And a lot of times the answer is always Yes. So, you know, if you listen to my podcast, I always try to put myself in my own shoes at that moment and kind of like walk through the different things. And I try to sideswipe problems and try to avoid different things. And I know sometimes after travel, my husband, you know, now our kids are a little bit older. They're not flying with babies, but still traveling with kids and customs and bags and all the things um, can be stressing. So I try to put myself in my own shoes and try to think of different things that I can arrange to make all of that smoother and try to avoid headaches and make it go smoothly. And cocktails in the car definitely accomplish that. If you don't want to stop and you don't have drinks picked up, you can always stop. There's a whole bunch of little liquor stores and little little stores along the way. Or if you're renting a house or staying for a while, there is a big, fantastic Costco close to the Costco to, to the Cabo Airport. And you can stop. We've done this many of times. Our friends have a house in Cabo, kind of on the other side of Cabo, like an hour and a half away from the airport. So it's it's off the beaten path and it's kind of down at the final road is a dirt road. 
and we actually have a plot of land close to them and we've been debating maybe building a vacation home. We've never done a vacation home before that's, you know, kind of next level for us that we hope to get to. It seems kind of crazy because it's so hard to get to just being so far from the airport. But if we're staying at one of those houses, we'll always stop at Costco along the way, pack up so we have everything sort of that we need for the week or for the trip. And it's nice that it's easy. And again, most of everyone there is really accommodating. So if you just give them a heads up that you're going to have a stop at Cabo, they'll char- at Costco, they'll charge you a little bit extra for it, but then you have everything that you need and you're not spending time throughout your trip kind of doing it. You can also arrange for people to do the shopping for you. There's services down there that you can, depending on where you're staying, that you can give them your list and then they stock everything up and it is ready for you when you arrive, which is always really nice and convenient. I think the whole summary is don't be afraid to ask for what you want. A lot of times it's possible. You just have to ask. So I try to think about the days whenever I travel, think about the days ahead of time and think creatively. Have enough rancho relaxo time, have enough time with activities so you feel like you've done enough. I feel like if I don't book any activities, all the days kind of blur together and you don't remember one day versus another. It just makes that trip feel a little bit longer. On this last trip that we did, we stayed at Las Ventanas first, and that was our intention was to only stay at Las Ventanas. Then we were on our last night there, and I told my husband, I feel like – now, Las Ventanas is really an adult adult hotel. There's a little bit of music at the top pool, and there's a cool lazy river with a cave, and there's a swim-up ice cream bar. Aside from that, it's pretty mellow, relaxing, quiet, and adultish. Not a ton to do for kids. But they do have this fantastic movie screen that they set up on the sand at night. And so we went for our family friend's daughter's birthday, her seventh birthday. So the kids watched a movie on the sand and it was so special and fantastic. But that's why we went to this hotel this summer with the kids. But the night before the last night, I was like, oh, Craig, I just feel like we don't have any other trips planned with the kids this summer. And Life we've learned is unpredictable and who knows what will go on with COVID and travel. Hopefully, hopefully there won't be many restrictions, but you just don't know. I'm like, we're already here. We're already in this great place. Are you up for doing a part two of this vacation, extending our stay, just transferring our flights one full day later and going to a new kid hotel, water slides, bowling, buffets. And he's like, are you trying to kill me? You've got to be kidding. And I'm like, no, I'm not trying to kill you. I'm trying to make you live. Like tomorrow's never guaranteed. We don't know what's going to happen. We're already here. Let's do it. And so he reluctantly agreed. And we packed us up. Oh, if you're listening to this real time, you do have to take COVID tests to leave Cabo. But the hotels will arrange it for you. So we just went up and it was not a super aggressive COVID test, which was nice for the kids. Um, They did a COVID test and they emailed us our results and we just showed those results at the airport. So that whole process, the hotels make really easy because they don't want it to be difficult for people, obviously, to travel and to stay. We want everyone to have good experiences, but we did need a negative, showing a negative COVID test leaving Cabo. So we did our negative COVID test and then we switched over to the Hard Rock Hotel, which has three huge water slides for kids. The height is 42 inches, but they are lenient about the height which is nice because I know most Disneyland rides are 40 inches and at Disneyland and other amusement parks, they can be so, so, so particular about the height. And that's hard. And I was worried about going into this because 
It's difficult with my three kids if only two of them can do water slides. The Hard Rock Hotel specifically does not have splash pads. Of course, they have the pool and the beach, but they have these three big water slides, and that's it as far as kind of kid things go in the pool. So I knew it would be disaster central if the two big kids could go on the water slide and Parker couldn't. So know that it's 42 inches, but they are lenient. They measured him the first day, but I saw kids that, geez, were probably 35 inches. As long as you put them in a um, like a life vest or floaties, they seem to be fine with it, which is nice because, you know, obviously, and it seemed safe. And, you know, we're not sending little babies down there being unsafe. But you know how sometimes your child is one inch too short and you're like, come on, I'm okay with it. Like, let's do this. So they're lenient with it, which was nice. But so we did the relaxing vacation, we did the mellow, we did the amazing food and at Las Ventanas. And we did, they have a, at the top pool, they have a big taco bar or like a a taco stand where you can order taco samplers, which was gorgeous. So we basically went to the fancy hotel first and then we went to the splash, get wet, like wild kid, loud music hotel second, which in retrospect, obviously this was a complete last minute thing. I had to convince Craig. I just felt a little bit unsatisfied. I just felt like this was an amazing trip for our family, but I want to like power the kids out. And right now my kids are four, nine, and 10. So water slides is the jam and something that they can all do. So, but in retrospect, it's probably better to flip it. Do the crazy water slide hotel, do all the kid stuff and, you know, dunking your head and <laughs> getting bruises on your bum from going down the water slide so many times and scratches and then go to the relaxing hotel to end the vacation. I think that's probably the sweet spot, but we did we did it the opposite. Now, the Hard Rock Hotel is so fun because there's rock and roll music everywhere. For me, that's what I love. I love music. I love a pulse. It's an all-inclusive, so it is a really good deal, especially if you book ahead of time. We had a suite, just a junior suite. I think if we would go back, we would get a two-bedroom suite, which wasn't that much more expensive. They just didn't have any available. And there was a little pool right outside of our room. And it's something I had never seen. You can walk right outside, go in the pool, and then four suites kind of share this long stretch of pool. And then at the end of the pool is a, is the sand and a full ocean view. So we had an ocean view with our pool, but it was kind of like a shared pool, but you each kind of had your own private space too. Cool. The kids loved it. Like after we got back from a day at the pool, at the big pool, they would hop in and splash around in our pool in front of our room with the ocean view. It was so nice to sit out there and watch them. Um, the Hard Rock also has games and activities by the pool. So this is not where you go if you just want to like lay on a, you know, meditate on a chair and listen to the ocean. Not at all. There's rock music. There's water balloon toss games. We one more, the, the morning that we were leaving, our flight wasn't until 545. So I got up super early with the kids, took them water sliding. I told my husband, you napcation in the room, I'm taking them out. So we do water slide, water slides till noon and they opened nice and early like 8 a.m was awesome we did water slides till noon then we went over to the main pool to order food and see the games and they were doing a water aerobics class i jumped in so fast and did it with parker and the girls it was so much fun the director's fun and he has energy and he's splashing around and it was like an exercise class in the water and he timed everything to the music that was playing It was just cool. Like I love an activity. I love to get up and laugh and do something different. And it was just different. 
there are there, it, the Hard Rock Hotel takes over a big stretch of land on the beach, and there's four pools that are oceanfront. Some are kids, some are adults. The waterside pool is kind of right in the middle, but there's lots of space. One of the best things about this hotel is. It, well, first of all, because it's oh, because it's all inclusive, everyone's up late. So this is not the hotel where you have to get to the chairs at 6 a.m. I re- I went out early because I was used to doing this at Las Ventanas. At Las Ventanas, I literally go at when the sun the sun comes up. I put on my running shoes to go for a beach run, and I get our chairs early, like by 7 a.m. There just aren't as many chairs, especially the good chairs with a good view. So that's one thing. If you like to sleep in the the beach chair thing pool chair thing is kind of a headache. But at Hard Rock, there's so many seats and so many great seats and everyone's up late with the free booze that no one was even there. I reserved our seats early and then I came back at 10 and there were still every other seat but ours fully available. But also there's just so many more seats. So there's games, there's music, there's DJs, there's lots of chairs. There's the cool chairs in the water, which is fun. The swim-up bars were not going because of COVID, but those looked really fun post-COVID where you could go up. And of course, all-inclusives are so fun for the kids. They had a juice bar by the pool where you could run up and order a sandwich or juice or muffins. It's just really fun for the kids to have that sort of independence. But I love the Hard Rock. They have a bowling alley. The bowling was not included. The bowling was extra but worth it. Really brand new modern bowling alley to where you can set it to where – you could decide who has bumpers and when it's their turn, the bumpers pop up, you know, and there's video screens with all the scores, just like state of the art bowling alley. I loved it. There was only four lanes, so nice and private and cool. And it shares kind of a space with a bar area. So at night there's music and a bar right there. They're very accommodating. Always ask me if you need drinks or, you know, waters or juices for the kids. So the bowling is super fun. We reserved it right when we got there because obviously we weren't even planning on doing this second part of the trip. But it was so much fun. If you want polls, if you want party, there were lots of what looked like bachelorette parties and girls groups and even just like families. Um, But a lot of people partying and having fun and dancing and loud music. It definitely has a pulse and it's more of a party crowd. And also, again, we booked it last minute, but I know that Costco Travel does, if you have a Costco membership, does really, really great deals to Hard Rock Cabo. Really great deals. And again, it's a big property, lots of cool shops, and there's um, guitars on the walls, and there's a cafe when you kind of walk in with breakfast and coffees and treats and ice cream. And of course, it's all inclusive, so it's all included. Another cool thing about it is next door is the Nobu Hotel. So if you want to break away and get um, kind of a fancier meal, the Nobu there is fantastic. And this time we ate at the steakhouse at the Nobu Hotel, which was incredible. It was like an Italian steakhouse, so couldn't have been any more perfect for our crew. The kids got pizza and butter noodles, but like the fan, like not even fancy, but just like good, like so good, thin, thin Italian pizza and butter noodles, and they just brought all the little details that the kids loved. They brought cool appetizers that we didn't order. Just really, really great. Really, really delicious food. So I find that that's nice sometimes, especially if you eat the all-inclusive food all day. And sometimes the all-inclusive food can kind of seem like you're eating the same thing for every meal, a little bit different version of it. 
So we popped over next door, had that steakhouse, and that was really nice. And the two hotels are right on the beach, right next to each other. The Nobu Hotel seemed cool. I've never stayed there. I had girlfriends who happened to be there the same weekend, and they said it was really nice, really mellow. There was some music and a little bit of a pulse, but kind of sleepy. I'm not sure if that's because of still kind of the COVID restrictions. There's a 10 p.m. noise curfew still right now in Cabo. But I think that's more of, it seems to me like, I mean, it's gorgeous. It's very modern and minimalistic. Definitely seemed like an adult's type place. Um, but more like you're going to read a book, you're going to veg out, you're going to chill and disconnect and kind of be off the radar. And then you come next door to Hard Rock, our wild hotel with the water aerobics. But it was just nice to see that area because we had never been over there before and we had never seen it. Other hotels I love, if you're talking about really nice sort of the more high-end hotels, the Las Ventanas is fantastic. That's where we've stayed most recently the most. And I also love the one and only Palmia. That one is similar in price, different in the way that it's very tropical. Lots of palm trees and lots of greenery, whereas Las Ventanas is more cactusy Mexico, more modern, kind of minimalistic. I love the vegetation and, and walking through all the paths at the one and only. The one and only also has a really cool sort of cliff area with little pods, like cement seated pods where you can sit and eat at that are so cool. They have a really cool bar with lots of lights. I mean, listen, you cannot go wrong. If you are going, if you are really splurging and you want the most kind of the best service and sort of the best places in Cabo, I think it's Las Ventanas and the one and only. I have not stayed at the new Montage though. I've heard sort of mixed things. We're looking forward to staying there. I haven't stayed, but I visited at Chileno Bay, which is supposed to be really great and has water activities, but it doesn't have a swim up bar, which we love. A, even if you're not having cocktails, but just to swim up and get a drink or get a get a water or a smoothie or a coconut water, whatever it is. Um, I love the restaurant at Chileno Bay. It's called Kamal, C-O-M-A-L. It's up at the top. There's a big grass area. You can request um, a table on the grass so your kids can run and play. They also have very, oh, they have the best chicken ever. They call it their famous chicken. It's, I don't know, somehow like, I would, how is it cooked? It's like steamed for a full day, something crazy, but it is the best, most like soft, delicious chicken you will ever have. All the food is incredible. And at that same restaurant, Kamal, they have two like cliffside seats. So you walk out. I mean, kind of, yeah, you walk out into this cool little deck that is your own private seating area. I've only seen them. We have not eaten at them before, but it looks incredible. And again, if you are there celebrating, this is like one of, it just looks so cool and magical to have your own little, your own table over the ocean. Super, super fun. I also love Cabo Azul for something, maybe if you're doing more groups, they have really great rates and it's a wonderful property. They have a Javier's restaurant there, which um, we're used to here in Newport Beach, which we love. Cabo Azul's great. I've heard that Chileno Bay has um, a great beach there and activities that you can do right off the beach. So if you want to do water sports or stand up paddle boarding, a lot of it you can do right there. And it's like a swimmable beach. The only downside about the one and only is there's just one beach. If you're going for beach time, there's just one beach and it's kind of to the far left of the property. 
and it it borders the public beach, which is no problem, except there's a lot of fishing on that public beach. So if you're kind of, you're paying a lot to stay at this high-end resort. And then there's trucks backed up and there's dogs and there's fishing. It's just not the beach every time I've been there to like lay and, you know, hear the sounds of the ocean and the birds. There's more going on than that because you're right up next to this very active sort of public local beach, which no problem. It's just a matter of what you're kind of going for. If you're more of a pool person and you just want to see the beach and see the ocean, perfect, not an issue. I love Las Ventanas because it's this big open stretch of ocean and this beach and there's not a lot of vendors they they keep that under control but I'll wake up in the morning I'll be the only person on the beach doing my long beach run we got married at a small hotel right next door to Las Ventanas so it also holds like a special place in my heart it's just a cool stretch of beach that is not crowded and not packed not so much a swimmable beach more like you know kind of go and you know go up to your knees kind of beach um, but really gorgeous and a nice, big, not crowded beach. So those are the hotels I love. Las Ventanas, one and only. The Hard Rock was fantastic for us. Cabo Azul, we've always really, really liked. We're going to try Chileno Bay next. I've always wanted to stay at the Acre. The Acre restaurant is so fantastic, and they have an Acre hotel that has tree houses. The only problem with this is there's no air conditioning, and my husband has to sleep at 68 degrees or he is not a happy camper. I don't mind as much, but I guess it depends on what time of year. But I hear people love the treehouses, but Cabo gets warm and it stays warm at night. I'm not sure how that would work without AC. So if someone goes, report back, DM me on Instagram and tell me what it's like because I've always wanted to stay in the Acre treehouses. Let's do restaurants. Acre. Acre is like a modern Miami, very cool vibe cool booth. There's a DJ, just really modern. There's fans everywhere, lots of white and tropical. The food is delicious. Um, The grounds are really cool. They have some animals you can see and take pictures with. Love it. It's up in the same area by Flora Farms. Flora Farms is my favorite restaurant ever on the planet. This big farm, if you've never been there, most of the food is farm to table. Great craft cocktails, always cool music. They have this huge pizza oven. So it's fresh pizzas and fresh salads. They have a huge pond with turtles and birds. And there's a little playground for the kids and lots of places you can walk. They've added in the last couple of years, there's some shops that you can walk around and get local soaps and local bags and little toys for the kids. It's just an experience. If you're going to go to Flora Farms, plan for a two-hour meal and maybe another hour to walk around. We usually do an open car service just because it's kind of it's up a dirt it's up a dirt hill. So I like to just make sure the car's waiting for us and just pay a little bit extra to have the car waiting. But Flora Farms is an absolute must. It's fun for lunch or for dinner. We used to always go either when we landed in Cabo or on our way out because depending on where we stay, it's kind of close to the airport. Um, But lately I've been liking it for dinner, just the live music and the sunset and the candles. You can't go wrong anytime. The complete opposite of that is the office. If you want to go down to the beach in the middle of the party, the office is the place to go. They have delicious breakfast burritos and this is where all the vendors, I mean, prepare yourself, especially if you get a table right 
on the edge of the sand, like closest to the ocean, the vendors will come up to you every 10 seconds. Do you want hair braids? Do you want your name on a grain of rice? Do you want your name bracelet? Do you want, I mean, all the things, blankets, hats, shirts. So it's part of the experience, but you could sit a little further back and not be hounded as much. But they're, they, they do great tacos and breakfast burritos. I like it for breakfast, but you could go anytime. But they've also done for me a pineapple with Vouve champagne in it. We were there celebrating one time and I was like, any chance? And they're like, yup. I'm like, no way. Which, by the way, is my favorite thing about Mexico and Cabo is almost anywhere you go, you can literally not. I, my goal is to never use a cup in Cabo. I would like to drink everything out of a coconut or a pineapple. Maybe next time I'll try a watermelon. I'm not sure how convenient that would be to carry around. So a coconut or a pineapple, I drink everything out of. In the mornings, I'll just get like a fresh coconut, poke a hole in it, and drink the coconut water. It is so amazing. And then later on in the day, I will do cocktails in them. For the coconut, I'll do Ciroc vodka with the coconut water. It is so good. Just those two things. And then in a pineapple. I mean, you could do anything in a pot. pineapple. Champagne pineapples, delicious, or any sort of cocktail. And the pineapple sort of infuses into it. But it just makes vacation fun. Sometimes I'll even let my kids get fruit smoothies or pina coladas in the fruit too. Super, super fun. At Hard Rock, they were $10, but they'll do the coconuts with the cool Hard Rock stamp on the side of it. So fun. So ask for your drinks in pineapples or coconuts. Almost everywhere in Cabo will do it for you. Edith's is another restaurant that is really well known. I probably one of the most you know, popular tourist stops. And I think it's great. If you've never been to Edith's, you got to go. They do the table side fried bananas and the fresh Caesar salad. And they have, they have sombreros you can put on. It's like a thing, you know, but I feel like there's also so many other places. I think I've just checked the box on it. I think it's one of those things. I think it's become more touristy over the years, but I think it's still a cool moment. So if you've never gone to Edith's, you got to go to Edith's. Everyone goes there. There's a new place right across the street called Trace Serenus. I hope I'm saying that right, Trace Serenus. And it's kind of like a more modern version. Live music, lights. If it's somebody's birthday, they do they do the best birthday celebration. They all come around with the maracas and they do like a little shot of Shirley Temple because we had a birthday girl there. I'm sure a shot of something else crazy if you're not a kid. But they do great for birthdays. Trace Serenus across from Edith's I think is like the Edith's 2.0. If you are looking for the best view, I love Sunset Mona Lisa. You have to Google it. It is so great. On the cliff, there's like many levels to the cliff almost. Super gorgeous. Book that one for sure before you go. And book that one ahead of time and reserve. Make sure you mention that you want to be outside with the view and you're celebrating. That's something really special and worth doing. At Las Ventanas, Arbol is a really cool restaurant. It's up at the top pool, like above the, above the swim of ice cream I was telling you about. And they have this butter chicken it, with naan bread that is to die for. It is so delicious. It, it has to be their signature dish. It's incredible. We ordered family style. All their food is really good. They have cool craft cocktails that you know come out smoking and all these different things. But the butter chicken with the naan bread is unreal, but everything is great there. That is like the nicest restaurant at Las Ventanas. So if you're staying there, you definitely have to book that one night. And almost all of these restaurants, depending on how busy Cabo is when you're going, I always call and just book the reservations. And a lot of time we end up switching 
but it's challenging to get there and then try to get into some of these most popular places. So if you can, go ahead of time. Also, La Lupita is famous for tacos. Heather and Terry Debro have been telling us to go there for two years, and somehow we've never made it there. I know there's a couple locations, but I wanted to mention it because she says they're the best tacos she's had ever anywhere. La Lupita is on my list for must try next time. As far as packing for Cabo, now keep in mind, depending on how fancy you like to go, Cabo is a lot of cobblestone. So a lot of times if I'm going on a kid trip, if we're bringing kids, I don't even bring wedges. I never, ever, ever bring heels, but usually I'll bring like a white or tan pair of wedges that could kind of go with anything and just one because a lot of times you're walking around a lot and it's beachy. You can still feel pulled together and, you know, be wearing sandals. But just keep in mind, you definitely, this is not the trip to pack your nicest heels because it's cobblestone everywhere. We don't want you getting hurt or destroying your favorite shoes. Um, and I just feel like Cabo's kind of like fun and casual like that, which in a way it's so nice to be comfortable and not feel and wear comfortable things. One night when we were there, I wore kind of like a crop top with a tight skirt, which is not really my thing. But listen, there's only like one tiny inch of tummy showing. But still, I was like, why am I wearing tight, non-breathable clothing in Cabo when I want to eat and drink and celebrate? And then the rest of the time I wore really comfortable dresses. So that was much better. Um, A lot of things are easy to get there, but I'm telling you, pack your sunscreen, all your normal things. Do um, Some places don't have, like, you know, if you go to Hawaii, you can buy tubes and floaties. From my experience, everywhere we've stayed in Cabo, they don't have those kind of pool shops like you would find in say Hawaii or things like that. So if your child or children need floaties or pool toys or goggles, bring them all with you because they don't have many there, most places at least. So bring what you need for the water. Um, And I think that a lot of times really I've overpacked so much and you just need bathing suits and cover-ups during the day and then your nighttime outfits bring a couple extra in case you extend your stay and try to kill your husband as he would say but I mean I think that's really it and it's so nice if you can go in a carry-on because then you don't have to deal with getting luggage once you land in Cabo and you know risk getting your luggage lost and all the things all the all the things that come with that so if you can downsize your packing. Don't pack the night before. Pack a week before. So that way you know if you need to get anything, you could order order it online or you're not racing out last minute and you're not doing that panic packing where you just throw everything in. So you have a ton of stuff, but maybe nothing you love or not the right things that go together or not the right undergarments. I'm telling you, my new thing is I pack a week before. And then that way I can throw in any last minute things that I get and then I don't overpack. It's I don't have an outfit crisis when I get there. It's just easy, easy, easy. I think that's what Cabo should be. Okay, if you are going to Cabo to party, there are so many fun hotels, but of course, Cabo Wabo downtown is great for dancing and music and you have the culture and you have the corner taco stands for like $1 tacos, like the cool culture of Mexico. Cabo Wabo is definitely the spot. We brought our whole wedding crew everyone that came to our wedding one of the nights before our wedding. Um, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of like, you know, the not as clean part of Mexico, but it's part of the experience. If you're going to party, you have to experience another thing at Las Ventanas that is so cool is they have a speakeasy. 
So it's down below. You have to go in a back door to get there, and it's all—it's a speakeasy. It's like a bar that existed during during Prohibition. So you go in, and it's a big wall with glass containers of tea. And then they press a button, and the walls move to the side, and it's a big, beautiful light-up bar with all the booze and all the lights, and the whole thing is designed down to what the staff is wearing and the decor to look like a bar during Prohibition. This speakeasy is so cool. Um, right now during COVID, they have a capacity, so you might want to reach out to them to see about getting a spot, getting a reservation, but is so cool. If you've never been to a speakeasy, it is such a, this is a great, great one to go to. And it's fun. It's kind of like a cool lounge. They have live music sometimes. They have bar bar snacks and things that you can order, some kind of like fancy fries and things like that. So you can go there for a snack and a drink. Super cool. And of course, you know, I love an adventure. Cabo has lots of fun things to do. I think that Cabo is one of those places where the weather is so great and the pools and the beaches are so awesome. It's not one of those places you have to book a ton of adventures, but there are water sports and jet skis. If you go down by the office, you can just walk right out there and rent jet skis or go on a banana boat or rent small little boats. Super fun. They also have swimming with dolphins, which we've done a few times. The only thing I must warn you about the swimming with dolphins is this is the thing. It's pretty pricey. It's I felt like it was I, I felt like it was expensive. For the five of us, it was probably maybe, well, we did a we did a private um, kind of thing just so we weren't in a big group. So that was a little bit more, but I want to say it was maybe $700 for the five of us to do it. But it was a private experience. I was okay with that. This was our, our big adventure for this trip. Fine. But what they do is you can't bring your cell phones. Okay, I get it. You're in the water. But then they charge a fortune for the photos and videos. And of course, you're stuck. You have to buy the photos and videos. You're not going to go do all these things and have your kids pose for cute pictures with the dolphin and hugging the dolphin and dancing with the dolphin and not buy the pictures. But the pictures were not $100. I want to say they were like $300 or $350. I remember when he told me, I was like, oh my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. So just gear up. Just know, I really think it's worth the extra $100 or whatever it is to have the private experience. So you don't, you're not in this like big group because it's already a lot. You might as well pay a little bit more and have it just be your crew. But then no, at the end, you're going to be, you're going to have another unexpected, unexpected surprise of the photo bill, which is not cheap, but the photos were fantastic. And it was like one activity that was like the best. Everyone loved it. And then we went back and went, went in the pool and just relaxed and had a mellow day the rest of the time. So Cabo is a great place to swim with dolphins and there's a couple locations that do it. Also, I went there one time with Craig. I mean, pregnant three times. I went there one time pregnant. I'm sure probably more than one time pregnant. But one time specifically, I remember he's like, why are we going to Cabo? We can't, you can't eat all the food. You can't drink the drinks. I'm like, I just want to do, I still am a person. I still want to go. And what we did is we went to a couple different glass factories and collected the glass blown hearts that they make. They make them in all different sizes and shapes and, you know, kind of like different, different heart shapes and sizes and colors. And so we made an adventure of it and went to the glass blowing little factories that are open to the public that you could go. And we collected glass hearts and brought them home to hang in a tree in our backyard. So there's like fun, cool Mexico things. Like you can create your own adventure too. It's not like you have to go to like, you know, Cabo tours and zip line. And there's so many fun things you can do out of the box that aren't expensive that are different, that, you know, it's kind of like create your own adventure. 
I think Cabo is just so fun, whether you go with kids or whether you go with adults or a significant other or girlfriends or for whatever it is. I just think that Cabo has so much to offer and it's such great weather. The people are fantastic. It's easy to get to. And there's so many hotel and resort options and just great food. It's just, it's one of our favorite places. I think it's really fun. And it's one of those things where you can totally plan it last minute. And it's not one of these trips that you have to plan a lot. When we went to Hawaii for spring break, I felt like I was planning for a month. I was like, I'm spending more time planning this trip than I'll even be there. Um, It was just a lot of planning between all the details. And of course, you know, coming out of COVID, that made things. But even just the restaurants and the details and the pool cabanas you needed or else it was impossible to get a chair for as as big as our group was. Cabo's like the opposite. It just feels easy. All the things are easy. You don't have to book a ton of things at a time. You might want to do an activity at a time. You might want to do, like I said, these more popular restaurants. Definitely do those before you leave. But a lot of it's cool because you can kind of just get there and wing it and go with how you feel and what everyone wants to do. And there's just so many places. And I'm telling you, it's more difficult if you have kids to hotel hop. Like getting us all packed up to move hotels. That was my husband's. Like that's why he didn't want to do it because that's just not fun to unpack. But I was like, I will do it. I will do the unpack. I will do the pack up. I will do the unpack. You Rancho Relaxo, we Rancho Relaxo, it will be fine. And it was, but it's much easier without kids. But we always say that we're going to backpack through Cabo. I've used the term backpack in air quotes, but we say that we're going to do like two nights or even one night at a bunch of different, I guess one night wouldn't really be enough, but maybe two nights at maybe like three hotels. How fun would that be just to check it out and see different hotels and kind of experience it because we you know, like most people, we've become creatures of habit and we go and stay at our favorite places and we know people there and we love them. But I think that there's so there's so much new there's so much new stuff and new action in Cabo. I think there's so much to explore. And I think that it's just one of those places that it's always a good time. It is always a good time. And I'm telling you, it's not just for adults. It's super fun for kids too for spring break or for summer, or even for the holidays. Um, the weather's just great. Just keep an eye out on the weather because there is sometimes a hurricane season that you want to avoid. You definitely don't want to obviously be, you know, in the midst of a hurricane, but also you don't want to go during those kind of rainy, um, those rainy times. I know it's a short window, but we've done that once before and it was not ideal. So like anywhere, just make sure you check the weather, make sure it's a good time of year. But other than that, Cabo is so fantastic. We just had the best trip. I know that you'll have a great trip. I hope you got lots of little tidbits and I'll make sure to include everything that I mentioned in the show notes so it's easy to kind of reference when you are planning your next fabulous vacation to Cabo. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.